0: Welcome to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I want to encourage you today And I want you to let you know, it's okay to stumble through things. It's okay to not feel like you've done everything you need to do. I want you to know and be reminded, your mess is okay. Your troubles are okay. The circumstances that you can't seem to change or get out of is okay. The finances, the family, the relationships, the pandemics, the problems in our world, all that's coming at you, I want you to know it's okay. And not just that it's okay, because I can almost feel you going, but it's not okay. I don't feel okay. It's not okay. There are times when we have to know the promises and the plans that God has for you are for good and not evil, to give you a hope and a future. And my encouragement to you comes as something I just, I, I watched got set free, even in my own life. And the truth that came out of it, first off, is from John three seventeen. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him would be saved. And none of us are perfect enough to save the world. None of us can save through salvation. None of us can do it. I mean we can save from someone from drowning in a in a water we can save them by pulling them out we can we can save them from you know uh, danger and things like that here on this earth, but to have eternal life, there's only one that can do that, and his name is Jesus Christ, but he didn't come into the world to condemn the world. he came in that through him the world would be saved and so I want to encourage you also because it came with the additional truth about a house divided. And Jesus spoke the words, and if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. And my friend, even this encouragement comes On the cusp of, um, in our nation, things happen, buildings collapse. But God didn't give me this truth from that. He gave me this truth when I felt the pain of seeing these family dynamics, of watching a family call out to their children and their children aren't listening to them. And then they go stomping back in the house and they just give up because they can't make them do it. They can't make them come in. Why won't they listen to me? Why won't? Why won't? How come we can't? What's going on? What's wrong with my child? We are all children of God. We're all guilty of maybe not listening to God, not hearing him clearly, not sure what God wants or what's going to happen. And so I want to encourage you. When I saw these dynamics and God gave me these truths, the biggest house divided is with our within our own heart and I want to encourage you that God loves you no matter what he knows every bit of your past and he loves you he knows every bit of your past he has forgiveness and he has grace and he has mercy he knows every bit of your past present and future and says his plans for you are good, not evil. So any reminders, remembrance of your past or things that you have said and done that bring up guilt, shame, and condemnation, that is not from God. The enemy will always try to remind you of everything you've ever done wrong, of every reason that you're not good enough to do what God has called you to do. So I want you to know, my friend, you are enough God is able to do far greater than you can think or imagine. And within our own hearts, when we start and we continue and grow, we cannot fail when we are pursuing God, when we are wanting the best for our family and we are willing to fight for our kids in a way that seems like it doesn't matter, doesn't make a difference. What I want to encourage you with is you have a lifetime of experiences, of places you've been, things that were spoken to you, over you, done to you, um, that you've done and said, and all of these things that form who you are today. And there may be something that your child is dealing with and going through that comes from a generational legacy, whatever you want to call it, that when you see that, It may be the solution that you've been looking for. It may be the solution that God is healing in your heart if you will let him, if you will give him access to that place in your heart. And I want to caution you as well, because there will be others, outsiders, outside people, outside even church people, that may even torment, intentionally traumatize To get you to see something to get you into a place of servitude into a place that they want more help in so i want to caution you when god is showing you something if he has not set it free in your hearts it will continue to cause issue and and you won't understand and you won't understand why you can't get through that so i want to encourage you through that when you look upon your kids that they're not listening or something is happening and you're not seeing it just for the love and the grace and the blessing that they are, ask the Lord, where is that coming from? Where is it in my life? And where is the root of fear? Because for the most part, when you look at the situation, you can probably break it down to the point of it's a fear. And wherever the root of that fear is, God has access, and he's not going to ask you to relive whatever that is. My experiences have been when God is setting it free, he actually shows you what he set free, where the root was, but he dealt with it. He got rid of it. This was hindering your child. And it will bring you to tears at the joy and excitement at the joy that you're just going about your daily life and God is setting you free with every little detail. And that the purposes and plans he has for you, the enemy can try to figure out and what it wants and people and the plans that they have and what they want, but God wants to deal with it at the source. And many times the source is fear. How many times does he tell us in his word, do not fear, do not be afraid. And whenever he tells you that, he lets you know he's walking with you. He has gone before you. He deals with fear and he gives you the faith to overcome. He gives you the faith and the belief in who he is. And it's not a false It's not a false sense of belief. It's not a fantasy. It's not something that, oh, your imagination. God has sanctified imagination. He has given that to us. But what I want to encourage you with is faith is the belief in what God has placed in your heart to hold on to because he knows what he is capable of. We don't. We only have a limited understanding. We only have a limited knowledge based on what science and politics and and schools and government and, and churches and everyone has... Sewn into us so I want to encourage you a divided a house divided against itself cannot stand and that house isn't just your household family in your heart God has a place in your heart and he is standing strong and he wants you to know how much he loves you that he went to the cross and spread his arms as far as the east is from the west. And maybe somebody else did it to him, but he said he laid his life down and he can pick it back up. So I want to encourage you that in your heart, where there's division, where there's wrestling, it's a process of what God is doing to give you strength and the faith to believe and to show you that his word never returns void, that faith by faith, miracles happen. By faith, people are set free. By faith, nations get to the promised land. God is the one who makes a way where there seems to be no way. He can part the waters. He can bring the, the pillars of fire and cloud. And sometimes you can even feel like you're in a cloud. That slight, ever so slight mist of rain. And it seems a cloud all around when God takes you to a place and lets you know he is the God of all creation and there is none like him. Okay. He is the only God that can save and give eternal life. There are many promises. There are many gods. There are many faiths. There are many doctrines. There are many and much of everything else. But God will never fail you. His love for you never fails. His love never fails. And God is love, so He never fails. So I want to encourage you with that today. If your kid's not listening, if something's not listening, what is the solution that God wants to lead you to with that situation? He's leading you someplace. He's healing, he's restoring, he's redeeming actively. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So stand strong in the Lord, my friend. You are not divided. You are seeking and you are standing strong with God. And resist the devil and he will flee. He has to. Light causes darkness to flee. And when we pray for others, we pray... And God's word will not return void, and he will show you answered prayer. And there's been times in the Bible that pastors will say, I don't know, you know, they wandered around 400 years and never heard from God, never saw, you know, so just kind of suck it up, and it's real depressing. But when God shows up in your world to give you those nuggets of hope, he's showing up, he's speaking to you. The Holy Spirit within you is always communicating, leading, and guiding in all truth. Christ in you. He is not a dead guy on the cross. He is alive and he is the savior and he is leading you and guiding you. He will encourage you and he will give you hope like nobody else can. So I want to encourage you. Do not give up on those children. Do not give up on your family. You fight for that family. What does it look to fight for your family? What did Jesus do? He took it upon him. That doesn't mean you take their burden on you and it's like, okay, well, and you become like a doormat. Okay, well, I'm just going to lay this down and, and okay, I'm going to be the, don't be a doormat. And we've reduced in our culture, we've reduced Jesus to a picture on a wall, a doormat in front of the door where people wipe their feet. I've seen advertisements where they have Jesus on the cross and they put jeans on him. I want to encourage you. They may do that, but that's not Jesus because he's not on the cross anymore. He has risen from the dead. Okay. And if they want to put stuff on, something that is around death, Jesus is around life. And I think it was John 10, 10, <laughs> John 10, 10 and the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, meaning Jesus, has come to bring you life and life in abundance. So if your kids are not listening and you can't understand why, God is, has a healing for you this is an opportunity, an amazing opportunity for you to get freedom and watch that set your kid free. Because there's things that we struggle with in our life that are rooted in fear. And that fear is causing the disobedience. That fear is causing the rebellion. That fear is causing other things to happen in the world around you. And you may not even realize there's a fear. And as I shared in a previous share, there are many times there's um, control and you see a controlling person, or maybe you feel like you're trying to control something, step back and go, what is the fear? There's a fear of something. What am I afraid of? What is that person afraid of? But don't use it to manipulate them. I've seen people learn what they're afraid of and they use it to manipulate them. I've seen it in the church, I've seen it in leadership, I've seen it in in prayer groups, I've seen it in Bible studies, I've seen it in corporate world, I've seen it in politics, it's everywhere. God's not gonna use it to manipulate you. So if you feel that sense, Know that, okay, this is just what God is showing me is operating around. There's a fear, and faith says God has this. He's leading. He's showing you. He's showing you what's going on so that he can minister to your heart. He can pour in love and say, that is not me. God is a God who loves you, and there are so many ways of the world imitating itself in the things of god that it's really hard to tell which is god and which is not so people give up on god don't give up on god god is for you he has you in the palm of his hands and he says he's you're in the palm of his hands and no one can pluck you from that place so, know if he's got you in the palm of his hands. What happens when you have something in the palm of your hands, like a little bird or maybe like a sweep of water or something? You want to protect it. You want to walk carefully and you just, you want to, you want to take care of that. When something's in the palm of your hands, that, not the palm, like the eye that's holding up the palm, and it's in like when something's in the palm of your hands and, and cup your palm, cup your hand, do that. And when something's in there, it's like you're trying to protect it because it, it forms like a little shelter, like a bird nest or something. It forms like a, a place of protection. In the palm of God's hands is a place of protection. No one can pluck you from that place. So I want to encourage you. If you feel like a house divided, my kids are a mess, they're not listening to me, I don't get it, I don't understand, I want to fix them. Okay, we'll help you fix them. Christ will fix them. The Lord will fix them. And he's going to help you undivide your heart so you know how much you're loved, that you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of God. You don't have to be afraid of people. You don't have to be afraid of the future and the purposes and plans that God has for you. You don't have to be afraid. He said, do not be afraid. And you might sit back and go, but this is scary. I I don't understand. And there are times when you will feel so afraid. I've been there. I know. I I feel like I've had like this IV of fear for so many years in my life. That's how it has felt. Like every time I get through a fear, there's another one and another one. And maybe that is so that I can stand in this place with you right now and let you know that fear is real. But his faith is more real. His faith is bigger than that fear. And when you conquer that fear and you realize where it came from and the roots behind it, the thing you fear is probably not the actual thing anyway. And so I just want to encourage you with this one, I shared with a gal, she was very competitive, and and she would just, you know, um, really (laughs) over the top. And and so, and she had a lot of fear. And so I asked her, I said, well, what do you what are you afraid of? And she wants to win, I go, is it the actual winning? Or is it not losing? There's a difference. Is it that you have to win? Or is it you can't lose? And I want you to ponder that for a moment. Because in your heart there's those there's those conflicting things as well. And so when it came down to it, there was this revelation of it's about not losing. Okay. Because when you when you if you lose, what happens when you lose? And then there's other things that, that fuel into that. What does loss mean? What does loss mean to you? If you lose, if you're a competitive and you must win, you must win the argument, you must be right, you must be the um, the top student, you must be all A's, you must have all of this, what is it? Why is it? It's about not losing. And then what happens? Because what happens when you lose? What happens? And then so you take that step and you look at what happens. Okay, and then there's going to be more steps to that. So I want to encourage you, if your house is divided, and there's something going on with your kids that they're, you're, they're not listening. And there's something that you can do. First off, pray. Ask God to step into this situation. And if you step back with your hands folded, going, all right, God, get them. Go get him. It's like he will, but he's going to pour out his love on them. But he really wants to heal your heart. He really wants to bring you a freedom like you've never known before. How do I know this? because he keeps doing it for me there are so many times i have been that person okay lord get him all right lord they need to know your love and there's times when i'm thinking okay i gotta go i gotta go pray for him i gotta go share something and i'll struggle with it because i'm like okay i feel like i need to go but then i feel like no i'm not supposed to and there's that wrestling it's like lord what are you doing what what do you want me to do the world is telling me go pray for them go go tell them about jesus go tell them go tell them go tell them And then when I sit and listen to the still, small voice, he's telling me they're not going to hear you. They're not going to listen because they don't respect. They only respect, and then he starts naming the things that they look at of who they listen to or what what they'll see and deem as valuable. And he wanted to protect me because had I gone and done and shared and given insight, and, and what I saw and the love that God has and, and that he can set that free, he knew I would be damaged in the process because they don't know. And then I would feel like I'm not valuable. I'm not worthy. I, they're not going to hear me. They don't care. My voice doesn't mean anything. And what God shares with me is, is not worth anything. And God says, no. Where I start, start with prayer. I took it to God literally I went to go share something and you may run across this too I've got to go do this and there's something that you're like sometimes you know you just got to do it and you know and other times you're like okay and and so you leave and there's still the tug on your heart there's a tug in your heart Lord what do you want me to do what what, what if I can help this family what, what Lord you can help them and if I just show up then you can show up and God reminds me I just did I did let me let me do the work let me do the work and so I drive a little farther and I'm compelled. And it's like, okay, Lord, was that really you or was that me just afraid and and not wanting to go to it and not wanting to go do it? And I'm just being real with you. These are the struggles that I go through. And these are the struggles that you probably go through. There's times when you want to go do something, you're not sure if it's the right or wrong thing, and it's okay. Because it's a struggle as you're learning to trust and listen to the still small voice of God because you want to make sure it's truly him. And if you're just like, nope, that's not God. I've seen people do that. And sometimes I do that. And then I go, Lord, was that you? Was that not you? And you really want to hear that still, small voice. You want to refine your hearing because he's going to speak to you so uniquely, so individually, because he wants you to hear the way you hear, the way you process, the way he designed you to process it. Because the more people that know how you process, the more ability they have to manipulate you. And so God will continuously use different ways to speak to you through different times and different scenarios because he wants to make sure you're truly listening and wanting to hear from him and not just wanting to do the easy thing or the popular thing or whatever it is. That you're willing to do the things that are really cool to do and really exciting. And you're willing to do the things that are really challenging. And so when I saw that and I struggled through, Lord, should I go do this? And I need to go do this. And and, and this family's in distress. And I can see it and, and, and the dynamics. And I pulled over three different times. And the point that I got to is I knew I was to do it and encourage you because this was for you. This was to encourage you, to let you know God sees you and he loves you so much. He's helping you daily. And if your kid won't listen to you, allow God access to that. Ask him to show you the root of the struggle in your heart that may be a key that will set them free. Watch what he does. Watch how he brings to remembrance something of your past and he said this was the root and if you'll let me give it to me now I'll set it free. Watch what happens in your kid and the reason I can tell you that is it happens to me all the time. I shouldn't say all because that means every single day every every moment of the day it happens to me quite often because when god says all he means everything all there is no other and there are times in my days that i don't get that but it does happen to me quite often and i will see god set it free i'll see the root of it and there was a fear and what was attached to that fear and god begins to just show me and speak to my heart he's going to do the same for you because if you're listening to this right now obviously you are because you hear my voice and as you're listening It's because it's for you. And because God wanted you to know, not you had a divided heart. That's condemnation. His word tells you a a, a divided heart. It may be, it may be in there. I don't know. But He wanted me to share this because of the dynamics I saw. I didn't see, oh my gosh, I didn't see the problems of this family. I felt the pain, the compassion of the pain. I saw your pain. I saw your family in distress. I saw your cry and your throwing your hands up to say, I don't know what to do. And God placed it on my heart to encourage you right now that he has solutions. He has freedom. And most of all, he has his love to pour into those places where fear resided, to replace it with faith, to fill it with love, to give you grace and mercy and that you can have the joy mm, that you can have the joy of watching your kids be set free much like the joy that Jesus must have endured on the cross for the joy that was set before him. And I know that's God's heart for you because he didn't tell me that ahead of time and didn't have it. I had some notes, and I was going through this with God, like, what do you want me to share? How do you want me to share it? Because I'm not going to condemn. I can't. You won't let me. (laughs) Because you told me. You died on the cross. You didn't come to condemn. And my friend, I have dealt with that, and I have asked forgiveness from my son for so many times because of my fear caused condemnation. My fear set off some things in his life that he didn't even know what it was. But God's starting to show me. And when he desires something and God kind of gives me a little revelation, I'm like, oh, I know where that's from. But I can't fix it. I have to take it to God and let him deal with it. So I'm going to encourage you. Take that to God and let him deal with it. If, if your child asks something or wants something and all of a sudden fear rises up, what is it in your life? What is that moment? What is that time? What is that scenario? What is that circumstance? Then take that to God and say, Lord, I want this set free. You showed it to me. That means there's something hindering in my spirit, like a little, like, I don't know, like a little battleship dot on a board, a game. It's not a game with God. It's freedom. It is ultimate freedom. Somebody wrote a book called Ultimate Freedom, Kim Smith. Unbelievable freedom, Kim Smith. Anyway, um, I want to share with you how much God loves you, that he will bring to remembrance a time in your life that there was fear attached to that, even if you were too young to even know it. There was fear attached to that, and it festered for many, many, many years, and it's woven through everything in your life. But you didn't know it, but now God shined the light on it. and I don't know if that's proper English, but he shined the light on it. And when God is light and he shines light on something, it's not to expose it going, ooh, look at all that, look at that mess. Nope, he shines the light to say, okay, I dealt with this in your heart. It's not there anymore, because where the light shines, darkness has to flee. So when God shines that light and brings it to remembrance, He just set it free and that darkness that fear that anxiety whatever was connected to that had to flee in jesus name for the joy set before you so when you take that thing to the lord you take what you see the whatever it brings to remembrance and you have the courage to take it to the lord because it takes courage my friend i see something in someone else's life that I'm actively dealing with in mine. And when I share, take it to the Lord, he's got freedom. If you've got the courage to deal with it. And they're like, nah. And I can hear that from my grandmother, my Polish grandmother, nah. And my dad called her a saint. She put up with a lot of stuff. But I will encourage you with this. God is a mighty God. He's got grace for you, mercy. He's got his love. Abounding more than you could ask, think, or imagine. So when your kid won't listen to you, what is that circumstance? What is it around? What does it bring to remembrance in your life? Because he's gonna it's gonna be like a quick flash, it's gonna be a quick remembrance, and you know your your protective mechanisms are gonna want to slap it down, are gonna wanna shove it down, or gonna wanna put it to the backside, and not gonna want it to come to the forefront. But when you allow God that remembrance Say, oh my gosh, Lord, you're dealing with something. There's a root of fear. Allow him to show you and to explain to you. And he's going to pour it in. He's going to wash it with his word, his truth, his love for you. And then all of a sudden you're going to realize the peace that's being restored. Faith has just replaced that fear. And you're going to watch the joy of seeing your child not struggle with something. It is amazing, it's beautiful, and joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And Jesus endured for the joy that was set before him. So when you have the courage to take that remembrance to God, it's not like going through a, a counseling session where you got to relive it again, you gotta, or a prayer session where you got to relive it again. you got to tell them all the details because they just want to know. But every time you, you share all those details, you're releasing that into the atmosphere again. It's not truly healed if you have to keep telling the story to get set free from it. And when God deals with it, you don't have to tell the story. It's done. It's like sealed, like sealed by the Holy Spirit. So my friend, there is so much healing and restoration. So if your kid's not listening to you, be courageous. What is it? Joshua 1, 9, be strong and, and be of good courage. See, I don't have it all memorized, so um, look that up. I think it's Joshua 1.9. But be um, strong and courageous. God is with you. He's walking with you. He's not going to ask you to relive it. When he brings something to remembrance, he's not going to carry with it like fear, ultimate, amazing fear. What you are afraid of probably has a deeper root, and that's just kind of like the sticker on it, like the little label of fear. So my friends, I am so encouraged and excited because when I encourage you and God shows up in this moment as he did again with the joy set before you, I am so excited for the joy that is coming into your life, that is coming into your child's life, that is coming into your family. Because as we restore one person at a time, one family at a time, one household, one community, one neighborhood, one city, one state, one nation, one world, we restore. But we aren't doing it. God's doing it. But we're allowing him access to those places that we didn't even know were locked. But God has the key. We don't want to give anyone else the key. We don't want to give the enemy the key. We don't want to give the key to people who might manipulate and use it for their own gain we want to give god the key because he will use it for his glory and he will pour out good things for you because when god restores when he does a work it is a perfect work and his perfect work has no flaws his perfect work is who he is so my friends I hope that leaves you mightily encouraged with incredible hope of who God is, and you're going to see your kid and their behaviors begin to change because you are strong, you are courageous, you have faith in who God is, and you are not going to fear because he has not given you a spirit of fear. He has given you power, love, and a sound mind. So I bless you with that in Jesus' name, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you, and be gracious to you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. We'll mm-hmm.